Hello, welcome to the MJRS podcast. Uh, this is episode 96. I'm the host. My name is Mike James. Hi, welcome. Um, on this week's show, I've been uh, digging into the archives, as I tend to do of late, um, mainly for the two interviews due to the fact that one, the band are about to come and do a, a UK headline run of dates, so uh, I thought I'd dig out an interview uh, from when they did another run of headline dates, uh, and that's with the band Don Broco. You might have heard us uh, raving about them and gushing about them all over our radio show, um, and you can uh, go over to MikeJamesRockShow.com for our Listen Again service to catch up on any shows you've missed in the last sort of, couple of years. Um, so that's coming up in a bit. Uh, they've got a new album out. They've got, uh, they're in the States at the moment touring. Then they're coming over to do the UK, doing some festivals and things like that. And we've also got, uh, an interview, um, from, well, a fair few years ago, actually with a uh, hacktivist. Um, sadly it's been announced that, uh, Tim Fee is leaving the band this was uh, made public uh, in the last sort of like 24 hours or so. Uh, he's got three or four dates that he's going to do with the band. But by the time the summer starts proper, <laughs> um, he won't be with the band anymore, which is a real shame. So uh, I've dug out an interview that I did with them on a 2014 tour, I think it was. Uh, and that was with uh, Tim Fee and uh, the other founding member of the band that uh, left last year, Ben. Uh, who I have just seen uh, has welcomed a new addition to the family. So that's uh, pretty sweet. Congratulations to to them. Um, But yes, so this is the MJRS podcast. It's kind of uh, an offshoot from the Mike James Rock Show sort of network of things that we do. Um, we've got the obviously the podcast because that's what you're listening to at the moment and uh, wherever you are listening whatever platform you're listening on whether it's uh, iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher and Deezer uh, do leave a little comment a thumbs up, a like um, a review would be amazing it just helps push us up in the rankings and helps people kind of discover us really we don't have the easiest name it's the mjrs podcast it doesn't really say what it is on on the tin but when you look at the posters it's quite obvious that it's a a rock metal and alternative interviews type of podcast which is a pretty much it it's just me chewing the fat a bit and playing some interviews from the archive or something new and exclusive which has happened on the show in the last couple of weeks we had an exclusive interview with miles kennedy uh, that was quite cool. And then before that, in episode 92, we had an interview with uh, Michael Shackner. So, you know, we are getting these in- exclusive interviews just for the podcast. Um, so there is a, a few things we've got coming up. It's almost April. It's coming up to Easter weekend here. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so then once that's out of the way, it's it's pretty much all guns blazing there's uh there's the trivium tour coming through the uk so we're hopefully going to catch up with that uh like i said don broco they're coming to our hometown so we'll have a fresh interview from those guys hopefully um what else is there marmosettes are coming through our way uh there's 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 lots there's lots of things sort of amping up now and then once april's out of the way it's festival season full on um, possibly two festivals a month uh for the foreseeable summer and uh, they're on in kind of it's uh it's 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 all go now so the, the podcast will be slightly changing direction again then as we have an abundance of interviews to get out and into people's ear holes so talking of which um this is an interview that i've uh 
dugout from the Kerrang Tour. You may remember a few weeks ago I had the interview with Necrogoblicon. See, I managed to say it again properly. This is good. I've been practicing. Um, and uh, that that tour, that was in a folder with uh, other um, Kerrang Tour kind of interviews. And, and I, I discovered this one with Don Broco. And I was like, they're playing our hometown soon. We'll hopefully interview them. But it'd be good to hear some of the older stuff. Uh, so this is when they headlined the Kerrang Tour. Um, I think it was like three or four years ago. But uh, yeah, they've they've subsequently gone on to much bigger things. They've been playing arenas, like I said just now. They are in America at the moment. They've got a quite a big tour by the looks of it. They're playing in Nashville, Atlanta, Orlando, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. Uh, the list goes on, and then they are flying back to the UK, and they are doing all over the UK by the looks of it. They're doing Bel- well, Belfast and Dublin to start off with, so the Irish get some Don Broco loving, uh, and then they're over Oxford, and then they're yeah over here to Oxford, Sheffield, Liverpool, Lincoln, Newcastle, Nottingham, and they finish their tour in our hometown, Exeter in Devon. And then they're off to Europe. Um, literally, it looks like the whole of May they're in Europe. Then they're doing some festivals. So they're, they're doing Rock and Ring, um, Pomona. Um, they're, they're, they are all over the place. That's, that's actually Rock and Ring. Then they're back over to the States. Um, I think that might be because they are on the Warp Tour by the looks of it. Yep. Yep. It looks like they are doing pretty much the entire run of Warp Tour. Uh, finishing that off and coming back and doing uh, Leeds and Reading festivals at the end of the summer. So they are pretty, pretty full on at the moment. But that is because their awesome new album has dropped. If, you're, if you've been listening to our show regularly over the last couple of months, um, you would not have... Uh, it's pretty much been only a couple of weeks where we haven't played Don Broco. We are huge fans, always have been. I remember seeing them play in a venue uh here in devon uh, and they literally only play to the support bands and half a dozen other people but they they stuck with it and uh yeah they've they've subsequently gone on and headlined places like alexandra palace and uh yeah the the future is definitely bright for them um and we're looking forward to having them back in our hometown again Uh, i think that show is going to sell out quite quickly so if you're listening and you're local to where we are in exeter devon in the uk Go grab your tickets. But if you're listening elsewhere around the country or around the world, uh, grab your tickets, especially for the Vans Warp Tour. It's the last one, apparently. Um, so I would strongly advise going to that because they're going to have special guests at all the uh, all the dates and then the whole tour rattles on. And the bands never play the same time slot or, or, like on consecutive days. So, um, yeah, if you're listening in the States... Go to the band's warp tour. It just looks like a crazy parking lot party. <laughs> so I will shut my trap and um, get on and press play on this uh, interview from the uh, Kerrang uh, tour a couple of years ago when Don Broco headlined. Mike from the Mike James Rock Show. Don Broco, how's it going, gents? Yeah, very good. Thanks. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, you're headlining the Kerrang tour. That's got to be a bit of a perk. Yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. Um, I mean, we haven't toured ourselves, you know, on a on a headline outing since uh, last December. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So when? Yeah. So. Which is yeah, it's a long time for us because we used to sort of tour in 
like all the time. Well, you were on the pretty much constantly, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, when we got the call about um, headlining the Kerrang tour, we just thought, yeah, it was amazing. You know, a great way to get back yeah. at it and just a massive honour. It's kind of yeah, one of those things that's on your bucket list when you start a band. Like play the Kerrang tour, even let alone headline it. So and a British band as well. So the last couple of years, That's it's all thing. been American. We found out actually the other day, which is really cool, that we're the first English band to headline the Kerrang tour. Wow, which we mm. didn't know. Yeah, Biffy the first. Biffy did it. So UK fans have done it, but no well, we split English it down even further. So now <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're the first yeah, English yeah. band making history. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Black Veil Brides, Biscuit, and all those kind yeah. of American bands. Is it something you want to do, like? over in the States as well get involved with the magazine tour over there or something I mean we'd love to start getting abroad you know we've you know we've done the UK a little bit now and you know we finished our new album so it's kind of one of those things that we're hoping you know once we've got it all sorted and it's all pressed up that's the kind of next next step really so is there a release date now for the album we don't have a date as such but uh, we're kind of roughly saying early summer okay yeah and then there, will there be uh, another headline run, or are you just going straight out and doing festivals? Or yeah, well, we're going to do we're going to do a couple of festivals, okay. um, and then we're talking some making plans now for some more shows sort of at the end of the year. Okay, um, awesome run time. Yeah, awesome kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Words. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're playing two new songs that no one's ever heard before okay. on this on tour, this story, which is quite nice. Um, How are they going down so far? Yeah, good, but it, it is that same. You know, no, everyone's just kind of watching, you know, taking, taking it, in. it in and doing yeah. so. It would be really nice having the album out and people knowing all the new songs. You know when we next come back around to it. Yeah. That's cool because you've asked fans to film. Is it Fire, the single? Yeah. For fan footage. Yeah. Uh, how's that going? Have I don't you, know. Have you had any back <laughs> We've had a few people sort of up, you know, sending little snippets yeah. on on Twitter and stuff. Okay. But it's going to be interesting how it all cuts together. Luckily, we're not the ones who have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> hours and hours yeah. of grainy footage. Um, like, yeah. But yeah, there's this company who kind of um, were up for for working with us, getting it That's together. Cool. Um, and they've done some I mean we got sent a few like from various I mean quite a few big bands have done it now there's like a Kanye West tour where there's pretty much every song from his album where they mm. cut together like a mini montage of oh, okay. pretty much every song so it's, it's, it's cool because it kind of gets all the different angles is it going to be more of a, a documentary type thing or is it actually going to be part of a single release I don't know video? just yet probably we'll see how it turns <laughs> out yeah. first before we commit to anything but yeah it's going to be cool to see it all back are you only asking for that on this tour is it just going to be like right from now on whenever we play fire get yeah. your phones out kind yeah, of yeah yeah <laughs> Because there, there seems to be a, a number of artists nowadays that are moaning about the fact that people pay all the money to go to concerts and, and then just sit that. and watch it through their phone. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm guessing you're not well, that mindset. Well, we kind of added a disclaimer when we announced it. Yeah. Which we're like, everyone film this with your phones but watch us with your eyes because yeah. otherwise we'll be yeah. those guys watching the concert what you want to do is kind of you want to yeah. if you can do it in a way where you can just put the phone up hopefully get some good stuff but then just I mean that, don't that worry about that's it. the bad side of the phone thing where you're actually watching your band through your screen because yeah. Yeah. then you don't you don't you know you're there to, to, to enjoy it and you know feel everything and um, if you can just sort of get a and an averagely all right shot. And hold and on tight it. to your phone. Yeah. Just in case Get lots of shots of lighting rigs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone actually um, sent us a video of um, from in the pit last night. Oh. Just a 15 second. Um, just like yeah, microphone crackles. And yeah, mics. it was carnage, but it actually looked really fun. So I mean, if, if that you know, if people end up getting that and it goes into the video, then great. Little, little boot flying over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how was the writing process for the new album then? Yeah, I mean, it's the first time we've ever um, kind of spent any time properly writing and okay. thinking about it. So analyzing it and analyzing, yeah. So it's quite different for us. I mean, such. I mean, we never spent more than a couple of months on you know anything else before, yeah. 
and we actually you know this time we set out we we're like okay we're going to give ourselves a year write as many songs as we can and and go from there really and you know there were a few moments where you know we'd be you know struggling on a certain bit and everything yeah. but that you know when you get those moments of magic to to make up for it it's just incredible so how many songs did you write in total um, I mean, it depends if we actually finished them because there's probably there's <laughs> yeah. hundreds. How many ideas? <laughs> is a, is yeah. a different yeah. I reckon we probably finished a good kind of like twenty five to thirty to yeah. a standard where we could have taken them to record, um, okay. and then we kind of cut it down to a. Uh, we cut it down to about sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. Um, and then we're going to cut that down further to the actual album, which we're not. Yeah, we're not sure yeah. how many yet, but mm. yeah, and Got then you know. Sides in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Having that many already written, you can always go back to it at a later date. Totally, yeah, yeah. Grounding exactly. for another album. Like, yeah. You have to take a year out, I guess. Yeah. To start writing again. I mean, it was, it was the first time we actually wrote with Tom as well. Okay. Um, so that was quite fun and different because... Um, I think the first little while we started writing, we were still getting to know, or I was certainly getting to know what people's tastes were and what kind of people were digging and how yeah. we would actually fit together to actually write something. Mm. You would draw so. on different influences, I guess, Yeah, as well. completely. Is there, but then, is there any bands that you all agree on a, a major influence on all of you, or are you all completely different in your tastes? I think we've got a quite yeah. a few shows. Yeah. 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 yeah, like we all like Ruben, okay. um, and uh, Biffy, obviously, and like Incubus and bands like that. Um, and then everyone's kind of got their kind of subset of, of different artists <laughs> that they they really like individually. But who has the most extreme tastes? Extreme? Oh, I don't know. I don't I think know. We're not very extreme. <laughs> like, dudes. I mean, Tom's got a really broad, quite a broad taste. You seem to listen to a bit of everything, don't yeah. you? Um, I wouldn't like say extreme, dark, dark but, but it's not. Someone listens to pop charts. Varied, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think we're all pretty varied with stuff. So uh, I suppose that's what gives you the appeal and, and sort of a massive appeal uh, for your fan base. Then all just one specific shot. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I was just about to say. The last video was in money almost hit half a million views now. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. It's it's thereabouts, yeah. Yeah, it's very impressive. I mean, that was something we wanted to. I mean, we were like begging our label because we actually had that song written. That was one of the first songs we wrote. Oh, right. So we've had that for a good year and a bit now, and we was completely put something out. Um, so we luckily we got to take a bit of time out of the studio to go and film that. Yeah. And um, you know, just let people know we were still around, of which, course, yeah, which yeah. was, and it was nice to just actually get out of the studio environment and <laughs> jump around for a bit. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, big yeah, time. Yeah. So yeah, and it's it's gone down wicked. We're playing it on the tour, and it's already you know definitely a, a, a bit of a crowd favorite. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, thanks for taking some time out. I know the um, gig's about to start, so we need to uh, shift you on a bit. It's been a pleasure chatting to you guys, and enjoy the rest of the talk. Thanks, thanks man. Thank, thank you. Thank you. So there we go. That was from the archive. That was us chatting with uh, Don Broco. Um, they are just the sweetest, nicest guys. Uh, if you go and see them live, you're going to have a blast. I can guarantee you. I've seen them, like I said, I've seen them in venues playing to just the other bands and a handful of other people all the way through to playing to like 10,000 people uh, plus at festivals and in packed arenas. And they are on fire at the moment. The new album is insanely good um so yeah go and go and check them out and and become a fan of don broco because um their future's bright by the looks of it um talking of uh futures uh the future of hacktivist is up in the air at the moment the the band have said that they're carrying on but yesterday or with literally within the last 24 hours uh timothy james the guitarist electronics and backing vocals uh, some lead vocals as well 
has decided to step down from the band. He has been sort of like the driving force uh, when it comes to the writing and sort of the production side of the band for the last sort of like five or six years. Um, I first discovered them when they were doing a very small show with Enter Shikari um, and had a chat with them then. And ever since, we've pretty much interviewed them on every single tour and every festival they've played. Uh, you may remember from the podcast um, a few months back, I played an interview with the uh, hacktivist uh, that we did at Reading Festival where Dan was doing the interview. I jumped in at some stage and did some live uh, Facebooking or tweeting or something like that. Their manager calls them up on the phone halfway through the interview to check that they're in the interview that they, you know, and they've just, it's just become almost like mates interviews, but this was more sort of like as they were starting off. So it is a, almost like a, a proper kind of interview. I'm trying to um, get information out on them about their debut album. Uh, so we talk all about that, but I just thought it was nice to dig out one of the old interviews with the band when they were so eager and really up for it and wanted to get the album out and were just touring and touring and touring. They, you know, they'd been on tour with likes of Korn and been around Europe and done festivals. They played in Australia and that was just all off the back of an EP, which was just phenomenal. Um, so yeah, every interview we had, subsequent uh up to this interview sorry um we've been badgering them with details on the album so this is the the interview where they kind of give us an insight of what's happening with the album um and, and the background on why they took so long from the release of the sing uh release of the ep to the album um i think i've touched on it just then they basically toured <laughs> So, um, yeah, soon after this uh, interview uh, was done, the album Outside the Box dropped and uh, it hasn't left my MP3 player since. It's going to be interesting to see what the band do now because last year they, uh, Ben uh, left the band. He was one of the two uh, vocalists and Jot Maxi uh, stepped in. They've done a handful of dates. They've uh, released a track called Too Rotten, which was like a, a, a reworking of the um, single with uh, Jot's vocals on it. So we'll see what happens with the band. Like, we've been uber fans for for years and years of this band. Uh, we're, like, continually still supporting them and wearing their merch and playing their tunes when we DJ in clubs and stuff like that. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting time. So I just want to wish uh, Tim Fee all the best for the future endeavours, whatever he does. He does have his own... Um, production and recording studio and things like that so he might be going down more down that avenue um and if you're interested in working with him i'm sure if you just hit him up on social media he'll answer back and let you know what the score is um so yeah this is this is uh the interview i'm just gonna shut up and press play cool right this is mike from the mike james rock show hacktivist are here introduce yourselves fellas my name's tim i play guitar and this is ben vocals uh, I think the last time I personally caught up with you was at Takedown Festival. Um, it's been a bit of an epic summer for you guys, really, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it has actually, definitely. Oh, I don't remember Takedown. It was back in March, <laughs> so it was quite some time. Yeah, we did it last year as well. Which Takedown? The one in, in Southampton. So it's the uni with like many rooms. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah that March. has been a very good summer. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. been a good summer, yeah, it's been pretty crazy. What's been, been the highlight for you? Reading Festival. Yeah? Without a doubt. Opening main stage, having that amount of people... Like some of the festival organisers were saying that for the for the last nine years there hadn't been such a 
um, a buzz and that amount of people there at 12 o'clock for That's the cool, first band man. to open the whole festival at like in nine years so but yeah I think that would be for our life not just the summer so definitely for the oh yeah life summer. definitely opening main stage at Reading I say I could die now it's cool, yeah. Everyone's yeah. done with. No need to play tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, you've also released two uh, singles as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing quite well on the, on the internet yep. and uh, on airplay and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the one you released was in the last it's week or so. Stephen Defy. Yeah, yeah. Um, how did you get Charlie involved with that as well? Just a mate of ours. Yeah? He's got a sick vocal. Like heart in hand is sick. Been a massive band that I've listened to for a long time. Um, I think we always, we've always wanted them on the album because we wanted some sort of like. I don't know. Some other stuff we listen to involved with that. Yeah. It's not just yeah. the same old makeup with us guys. Like just other influences that we listen to. Yeah. And his sound and he's got sick vocals and it's just keeping like the music scene like close knit as well. So or even opening new people up. Like oh who's this guy? Yeah. We'll check him out. Oh shit, I like Heart in Hand or vice versa. That's, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, it goes, isn't it? Yeah. Cross promotion. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it just a second ago, the album. Yep. Is it imminent? Because last time we spoke, it was like it was still imminent. Um, it is still it's, imminent, it's, yeah, it's, but it's it is actually while, but it's being recorded now, which is, it has which been is good. It's, it's being, being recorded. Yeah, okay. So after this tour, we'll yeah basically finish off the recording process. Well, it just needs to be recorded. Yeah, it's all written, it's ready to go. It sounds fat. Uh, yeah. And then it'll be released ASAP from then. So I know last time we probably said yeah the same thing, but it is actually written now. Yes, definitely. Um, so once all this crazy touring is done and Christmas is done yeah. and New Year is done, <laughs> but maybe in between them we're as well. starting to record before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's going to be out ASAP next year, cool. uh, as soon as we can possibly get it out. But no release date yet. Not yet, no. And that's what's exciting because I don't think any of us sort of know what you know what the vision is going to be. So that's going to be quite cool. I think um, we wanted to wait till everything was kind of finalised musically before we create. Know, the artwork and the name and stuff yeah. and I think until an album's full you can't really get the, so you can't get the full package of, yeah, yeah, yeah it, you it, need it, to be able to sit from, there and listen to the finished yeah, thing and go unless it's, like a con, unless it's like a concept album where you're creating it from that but I think we've done it the other way around we want it to be complete and then think okay this represents everything on the album the two singles going to be on the album as well yep. so yep. that's, that's you're actually in quite it's quite a, a large tour you're doing at the moment it's tied in with download does this mean you'll be playing at the festival next year or who knows the case it's one of those we don't know <laughs> it's, we wouldn't um, be allowed to say anyway but it's I think it's just part of like Andy Coppin's got some yeah. Andy Coppin support, supported us from the beginning so yeah, has, even though we didn't play download this year um, and at this stage we haven't been confirmed or not confirmed for next year but um even though it's like a download freezes over thing, I think it's been done kind of separately. I think he's just backing. He just wanted to be part of our of our tour. It'd yeah. be sick um, to get on there with the new headliners and stuff. Yeah, it'll be but um, at the same time, it's important for me to get the album done and get that all right properly. So this year, maybe next year, most definitely. What's been the most standout show from this tour? Like, you know, because you've obviously mentioned the idea that Reading's the, the pinnacle now for you. Oh, this tour, which one stood out most for you so far? For me, it would have been Cardiff, I think. Uh, that 100%. was the nuttiest crowd. Uh, and just, I think, we, it was last time we played there as well, it was sick. Uh, what venue was it? Uh, Sin City? There's a lot of venues about, yeah. yeah Sin City, City, I yeah. think, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like... It wasn't the biggest crowd, but everyone that was there was absolutely insane. They loved every minute of it, and there was a lot of stage diving and pit. I don't think the pit actually stopped from the beginning to the end. So the second most cool. memorable one will be the one where they played a gig, and I was in hospital. Yeah, I was actually one at it, which is 
had to go ahead. That yeah. was. Um, I had some shit going on. I had to go to hospital. Edinburgh. Edinburgh, yeah. And they played the set. I actually managed to get back. I managed to have an injection, throw up, drive back through Edinburgh into traffic, and get to to get to play the last two songs, oh, which was cool. Well, I didn't even know he, he was on stage. Like we'd done the whole set without him, and then I just turned, and then Tim just like, <laughs> yeah. I was so codeed up, it was insane. Yeah. It was a I was wicked like, gig. I thought maybe he died at hospital and like his ghost just like appeared on stage. Yeah, I think yeah that was most memorable from just a mental situation. Cool, I never think to take codeine and go on stage, but no, I would. No. Kids, if you can get hold of it, take it and go and play gigs. Don't mix Wait, it no, with no. alcohol. Oh no no no, 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 that's silly. That's silly. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you guys, man. I'm really looking forward to the album coming out. So are we. <laughs> definitely cool. we are as well. Um, hopefully we'll catch up with you live again next year. Cool. Right? Thank yeah, you. Man, Cheers. Definitely. Cheers. Sweet. So there you go. That was uh, the two founding members of Hacktivist. That was uh, Timothy and Ben. Uh, both of which, uh, well, Timothy almost, but both both of which are very sadly going to be leaving the band. And uh, yeah, keep an eye out to find out exactly what is going on. Um, I guess from from May time onwards, once uh, Timothy's done his final hometown show and, and farewell. Um, yeah that'd be interesting but that's it for this week's podcast um, hope you all have a, a great Easter and you get some time off to chill uh, if you if you do that kind of thing if not then enjoy your week and uh, we'll be back ne- this time next week don't forget to head over to MikeJamesRockShow.com for all the times of our radio shows and uh, all of our interviews and things like that it's, uh, it's all starting to amp up again now the summer time is here woohoo till next time I'm going to leave you with the outro that Charlie did Toodles.